for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello again and welcome to this week's show. I'm Matthew Tosh and alongside me this week is Steffi Barnett. On this week's show we delve into support for addictions and getting on the road to recovery. And we shall be talking all things Trans Pride Southwest with one of the organisers. We've also got LGBTQ news and I can see that Matthew has lined up some of his dusty old cassettes to play out on air. Welcome. you're not going to get the speed wrong. Welcome to Shout Out. You're so cheeky. Do you know what? I dust those every day with my feather duster. I'm sure you do, Matthew. I wouldn't put it past no, you I'm very at pa- all. very particular. All right. How are you this week? It's lovely to be back in the studio with you. It is good to see you as well. And um, it's been a good week, um, mostly packed with radio. Um, yes. And uh, with the two reprobates that are opposite you. I have, I guess you say, uh, welcome this week. We've got uh, Terry Starr and Ezra Peregrine. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Retrograde. 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 I can even say Reprobate. it. Then. I was so shocked. Retrograde. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I sound more like retrograde. Or retrograde, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like cassettes <laughs> thank you yes now um, I've been spotting uh, some very uh, positive news um, and uh, do you know what? I think we need a bit of positive news at the moment because every time we put the news on it's all expensive this expensive that <laughs> yes. but I, I've, I've heard um, the news broke on uh, the weekend about Singapore is repealing a law that bans gay sex effectively mm. ma- making it legal to be homosexual in the, in the city state right when do we go in Matthew <laughs> well it's it's, it's, it's funny you say try it out we could try. <laughs> now, there's the thing. Yeah. Um, uh, not with it, each other I, I, it, it, I must like. admit I've been a bit nervous about um, I had to turn some work down in Singapore I wasn't quite sure about you know uh, I just didn't feel confident going there I think it's a great mm. shame actually mm. that is a shame yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been to Singapore no Anyone else? Been no, 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 never. But there are there are quite a few places that I'd be a little concerned at, at going to, or going to even um, Turkey being one of them. However, I am going there later this year. <laughs> I see. Right. Yeah, but, but there are places, aren't there, that you know, for the LGBTQI right. plus community, that sort of uh, feel like an unsafe place still for for very um, oh, very much reasons. So. But some that feel yeah. very safe, like Malta. absolutely. Malta's yeah, very safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cyprus is okay. Yeah, Greece. Yeah where I've just been just to Greece, rub it in yeah. well the thing is before Christianity you know the Greeks and the Romans they were absolutely okay with yeah. trans and, and gay so yes but we should say congratulations to, to our Singapore friends um, yes. and um, hope that this leads to, to more positive things. Absolutely. Of course, the bizarre thing is, um, the, the irony is, you know, we're banging on about equality, but actually the, the, the law banning homosexuality dates back to the, the colonial era. Mm. Yes, As the it does in many countries. It does. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, what we've done out there. Historic, obviously, we're not responsible for that, uh, current... current uh, day but it's um yeah so uh, long may this uh, continue and i hope it spurns on some other things um in in, in those mm. surrounding countries and other countries where we've gone in and um, wielded our muscles as well so uh, lots coming up in the show we will be talking about trans pride southwest and uh, talking to a local charity about uh, about recovery recovery from addiction that's all coming up on shout out we'll get the thing uh, moving uh, with some uh, kylie right after this Shout out. LGBT radio for you. 
Shout out podcast. Oh, I do like that. Just a second to midnight. Um, that is Kylie and Years and Years. Ollie from Years and Years doing that like that great video as well if you if, if you've watched it they sort of change their change their clothes around and a bit of uh, swapping of stuff going on oh you got me intrigued now like, we go and go do you mind f- if i just watch it you t- what now <laughs> you've got a show to do oh have i okay <laughs> show to do um just on the note of midnight actually we've got our uh, midnight uh, show uh, so if you're yes. listening to this on the repeat at midnight hello on bcfm on bcfm is. sorry should just clarify on bcfm <laughs> yes thank you we go out on lots of different times anyway enough of that uh, we need to talk about some uh, really important stuff that's going on locally i'm um, really pleased that we've got uh, hannah thomason and mikey moss uh, from recovery for all uh, uh, welcome to shout out hello thanks for having us right Hi. now this is um you uh, hannah you first of all um you are you, you work for ara uh, and, you, and you're working on recovery for all. Uh, just tell us a bit about um what ara actually is before we get into the the bones of recovery for all so ara has been about for about uh, over 30 years we provide um support for people in recovery and we provide structured treatment counseling uh, training, employment guidance, um, gambling services support. Um, and last year we worked with 12,000 people. We're hoping by 2028 to be working with five times that amount. Um, and part of my role at ARA over the years has been that I've become a member of the Recovery Festival Committee, um, which is a voluntary group in the community who set up an event at the start of um, every year to celebrate recovery. And you say festival, so you are actually celebrating recovery in a in, a, in, a, in an event. Mikey, you're nodding vigorously over there. Yes. Um, so that's that was the aim of the recovery festival. I think it was set up in 2013 um, to celebrate all of the good work, you know, that sorry um, that happens within the community and within the drug and alcohol services in Bristol. Um, you know, it's people often think that addiction and alcoholism isn't something that is worth celebrating, but there's a lot of work that goes in in the community, and um, there's a lot of stigma and barriers to be broken down. Um, I'm, I'm to just going to ask you just to come a little bit closer because we want to hear what you've got to say. Oh. So just come a little bit closer to your microphone, uh, okay. and we'll be able to hear you a bit better. Is that any better? That's a lot better. <laughs> it's weird because I've actually got quite a loud voice. It's not often I'm not heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, it is a celebration of all of the great work that goes on throughout the uh, community and just you know helping people and their families it's not just something that impacts individuals this is you know often seen as like a family illness and it affects all of the lives of people um, involved so it's a great opportunity for people to showcase what they have been able to achieve and get back onto you know a, a track of normal living. Indeed. Is it, so, is it about sharing stories, um, or, and are you and, and who who you are aiming this at? Is it is it people who are on that journey, or people that are struggling? This is a fun-filled day to celebrate recovery um, for everyone at any stage they are at in their recovery. That could be twenty years down the line. That could be not currently in recovery but wanting to go into it. Um, the day is filled with live music, inspirational speakers. We provide creative workshops overdose awareness day are going to provide a workshop on the day which will be filmed there so anyone can be a part of it um there's lots of live music and the whole day is free so anyone can come along anyone can uh, doesn't need any money in their pocket and they can have free food free refreshments and enjoy a day to celebrate recovery 
And uh, just to say, if you've just joined us, we're talking about Recovery Festival. It's organised by ARA, uh, which is a registered charity uh, which t- helps people with recovery, um, recovering from various addictions. And I, I just want to just pick up on, on that, if I may, because with the kind of climate that we're in at the moment, particularly the, the, the financial strain that we're all finding ourselves uh, in, and the fact that whenever you turn on any kind of news, it's there, it's in your face. Does that increase the propensity of, of, of vulnerable people turning to things like gambling and, and, yeah, because they are struggling with their finances? Yeah, we saw a significant rise in people coming to gambling services. And I think the the services have grown. We offer really amazing gambling uh, service support to people who want counselling. We also have an Affected Others programme. Um, and that's for people who are affected by someone else's gambling. That could be that um, they didn't know that they were losing their home until the day someone knocked on their door to find out their partner had been gambling. Um, but but yeah, the, there's going to be loads of workshops on the day to support people um, to understand and recognise gambling harms. Um, there's also going to be people on the day who are able to support people with financial advice. Um, so yeah, it's a really great day to come along to. Come along to. Very good. It's an incredible amount of money that you've saved over the years. Um, I guess the NHS, £50 million in savings, and you've helped 40,000 people. That's incredible. You do counselling, house support, education, training, employment guidance. How many people do you employ? Within ARA, we have... um about 60 people who are employed. So it's quite a large organisation then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 And are they all specialists in their, in their separate fields? Yeah, so we have a, a lot of different specialists within the field, housing services, um, counsellors, uh, mental health workers, um, outreach workers. So there's, mm. there's, it's quite broad. So do you get other charities contacting you and feeding into you then? Yeah, we do. We all work really collectively in the city and I think the Recovery Festival comes brings all of those organisations together. So the committee is made up of all different uh, people from different organisations, Bristol Drugs Project, DHI, um, Nelson Trust, and many more, to bring together to put an event on collectively to everyone. Mm. And I guess the event is free? It is indeed. Yes, I thought it might be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we should say it's um, it's, it's actually ha- happening not far from here, in, in fact, uh, a Trinity Centre uh, in Bristol, uh, and it's taking place on Thursday, the 1st of September. We'll give you the details on how to, 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 to find out do more information just, shortly. Do you just cover um, the city and county of Bristol, or do you go out into Greater Bristol, like South Gloucestershire, North Somerset, um, Somerset itself, Bath... So we aim to get out, you know, we want to get the Recovery Festival out to everyone um, and we want as many people to come as possible. It's predominantly been Bristol-based, but there are organisations from outside, such as rehabilitation centres, who will be coming down for the day um, so people can come along and see what rehabs can offer to them and what it might be like. Mm. Because obviously we've got people throughout the country listening to this who might be interested and make, make the trip. Um, I, I, we want as many people down here yeah. as possible. It's going to be worth their while, isn't it, if they're interested in what you do? 
It is indeed. Yeah. And You've also got like some of the other organisations that work on the recovery festival. For example, um, DHI. You know, that's not just Bristol. They've got you know South Gloucestershire. I think is it Bath and North East Somerset. So there is more of a kind of um, southwest. Um, reach to it it's mm. just that we and our itself is based in Bristol okay. but you know I mean I'm not even from Bristol and I found myself down here and you know engaged in it so um, mm. you know it is for anybody mm. indeed and what about um, if someone's listening to this and, and, and they're not quite sure if they've got some sort of addiction uh, you know how how does that start how do, how do we how do we encourage people to say actually that there may be an issue and it is okay to ad- ad- admit and, 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 and recognise that because that's the first part of the journey, isn't it? Um, so I, for me, um, as someone that's kind of engaged in services as from a client perspective for the last eight years, you know, I think if you're thinking it, that's enough of a start. Um, you know, I okay. was always told someone that doesn't have a problem with alcohol isn't thinking whether or not they've got a problem with alcohol. And um, that might not be the case for everybody, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, finding out and a lot of the organizations they do you know um free and it's confidential like triaging and they will go through assessments or you can get you know there's questionnaires online obviously they're not the most kind of um reliable of sources but it's a start you know we live in an age of technology where if you don't want to go down and walk through the door of the bdp or anything like that you know you can you can go onto google and you know the bdp have probably got assessments on their websites and there are ways to get that information and find out um and i think the confidentiality is a really big part of it as well especially if you're not wanting to you know see people or you're worried you might bump into a colleague or a friend or a relative you know a lot of this stuff happens over the phone so it's a good way to kind of get rid of that fear of you know maybe out in yourself and it's all done in your own time you know there isn't a kind of time frame that you know you've got six months to find out whether or not you need the help it's you know it's taken me well so it's your own, your own pace effectively <laughs> absolutely and you can do as little or as much as you want and you can engage as um you know for whatever time you want you could go for one phone call and at the end of it decide you know what actually i'm okay you're not going to have people hounding you and trying to call you and then you will always be able to come back there's no kind of time constraints on it you know whenever you're ready because that's the important thing is you have to be ready to do- no one can get you ready no one can make you accept anything and i guess that's because everybody's circumstance and journey is is unique well absolutely and like you said earlier on about this whole you know cost of living crisis that's going on you know for me alcohol was a great way to forget about what's going on so it's not maybe just the gambling that people are getting into to try and you know get some money it might just be a way of forgetting you know and alcohol is free and readily available in most places um so it is just something that we it's a personal journey absolutely personal journey and no one can tell you and everybody's circumstances are different yeah what um sorry matthew uh, what age groups do you take have you got age restrictions like minors um teenagers and so i think most of the organizations is 18 plus but a lot of the organizations like i know that um dhi does work with people i think it's like 16 to 19 and there's also like th- the good thing about the um the organizations here is they're so intricately linked with so many other organizations like for example you've got off the record they work with people a lot younger than 18 Mm. Um, but most of the services I think are as 18 plus and so is BDP but they will have connections with other organisations if there are people under 18 and you also have ACT as well who work work with under 18s uh, with substance misuse 
Yeah, very, very good. And I just uh, without going into any spe- specific examples, I, for, for people who are listening and, and, uh, and finding it difficult to understand why somebody would resort to, I say resort, but you know, choose um, something like gambling or, uh, or alcohol and, and, and become addicted, what, uh, how, how can you explain that? Well, I, I don't, I, I don't think you can explain it really, you know. And I, you know, I was seeing something um, on social media the other day around addiction, and um, you know, it's one of these posts where everyone was offering their opinion and uh, about what it is, and it's like, oh, you know what you did? You made the choice to have a drink, or you made the choice to to take drugs. And it's like, I don't think people go, oh, hey, do you know what? In ten years' time, I want to have no house, no job, no money, no nothing. So the way I'm going to do that is by you know taking cocaine or you know. Yeah. Um, whatever it is I don't think anybody gets into these things as a way of you know ruining their lives it just you know they they help ease you know they give that kind of sense of ease and comfort for people and especially alcohol with it being legal and you know it's there you can access it there's adverts on tv tailored to it on the radio all of this thing a lot of people don't see that they have a problem until they're already too far down the path so I mean, I'm no scientist and I'm sure there's tons of research into, you know, why people get addicted, but it, there isn't an explanation yeah, for it. Thank you. Very, very it was, it was a difficult question, that one. Thank we're, you. We're appreciate that. We're fast running out of time. Thank you. Um, one more question. Um, food addiction. Do you deal with that? Is that an issue? Do you know what? It can be. And there are other services um, that can support. But we will, anyone who can come to us, we will support them to get the right support to where they need it. Okay. Um, but that is, is really interesting, actually, because the Recovery Festival brings a lot of people together. And it means that loads of organisations are working with each other to get people to the right place. And that's the best thing, is that if you come along to this event on the day, right. everyone's going to be there. Yeah. You can get support for whatever it is, help you need, even if if it's just on the day support that you um, want even if you're not certain you might have a little niggle go and chat yeah and it's good if you just want to learn about the recovery community and you want to learn about what's going on in the community and how you might be able to support yourself if you're affected by someone else's gambling or addiction or drugs it, you know we this day is the best day to come down and just celebrate yeah. it and celebrate people who, you know. So even if you're concerned about somebody, somebody nearest and dearest. You can get support from the, the event too. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, we have a lot of people contact us for our social media accounts. So that's really good. So if, even if you're not sure you want to come on the day, but you're a bit worried about coming, we can get someone to come down and meet you and bring you down. Fabulous. Um, I've got your website address as therecoveryfestival.co.uk. But if people want to find you on social media, how can they do that? So we are on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and our handle's the same uh, for all of them. It's just Wreckfest Bristol, so R-E-C-F-E-S-T, Bristol. Yeah. And um, even on the website there is a like a form that if you, you can, you know, fill in some information if you need any kind of advice or any guidance from that. Fabulous stuff. So this is the Recovery Festival. It takes place next Thursday, if you're listening, or not Thursday, it's uh, Thursday the 1st of September, 11 till 4 at the Trinity Centre in Bristol. As we said, the other website is is therecoveryfestival.co.uk. We've been talking to Hannah Tomlinson and Mikey Moss uh, about the Recovery Festival. Thank you to both of you for coming in and uh, sharing those stories with our shout-out audience. Thanks for having us. Shout-out. LGBT Radio for you.
the Shout Out Podcast. Wes there with Alane. And that brings us nice and neatly to the news. So we'll go directly to the news team. Here we go. This is Shoutout News on Thursday 25th of August. The top LGBTQIA plus charity Stonewall has been in touch with its supporters. They report the very real threat to life for our community in Afghanistan, where one year after the takeover of the reactionary and fundamentalist warlords known as the Taliban, LGBT plus people were targeted for persecution, beatings and extrajudicial killings. Stonewall is doing what it can by working with local groups bringing LGBT plus people across borders and to safety, but they report that they need funding to continue their work. Donations can be made at their main website at stonewall.org.uk. For many years, LGBTQIA plus advocates have argued that homophobic and transphobic people are generally dangerous, unstable extremists and prone to sudden mindless and antisocial violence. Now report many sources, including Pink News, a man who caused a major security issue in the US with his calls to murder FBI agents and who attacked an FBI field officer in Cincinnati with dangerous weaponry, including a nail gun, has been revealed as a fanatical conspiracy theorist who believed that transgender people were part of a communist front. Psychologists are now poring over the legacy of violent posts and literature hoarded by the unstable man known as Ricky Schiffer. He was eventually shot dead by FBI agents after a lengthy standoff in a cornfield. He failed to respond to many attempts to peacefully resolve the situation, according to a police spokesperson. Researchers are piecing together Schiffer's online presence, noting his long association with radical right-wing websites and protests. Now, on Bank Holiday Sunday, the 28th of August, we will see a day of community action headed up by North Somerset LGBT Plus Forum at 9.30am at the organisation's headquarters in Meadow Street in Western Supermare, a new piece of installation art will be unveiled. This is designed to stand proudly in the lobby of the forum and was created by local artist Aaron Spencer. From 10am at the Other Place venue at 81 Meadow Meadow Street, I beg your pardon, there will be a jumble sale plus stools run by local and queer-owned businesses, including Against the Grain Woodcraft and Pixie Dust Resins. Finally, there will be a gaming board games night from 5pm at the Sanctuary Cafe in Orchard Street. Places must be booked for this aspect of the day, and you can do so at support at nslgbtforum.com. It's back to kick the autumn season of LGBTQI plus events off in Bristol. The Pride Comic Arts Festival is returning to the city on Saturday, September 3rd for the second year in a row. Not only that, its inaugurators Nathan Adam and Chris Locke say that it's the only specifically queer comics festival in the UK. Independent newspaper B247 says this year the festival has evolved from being a small business to have charitable status as a way to safeguard the LGBTQI plus community. The event will run from 11 till 5pm and is at the station, an accessible site that is home to the Creative Youth Network. And finally, we are always pleased to report on fellow LGBTQIA plus media products 
projects. As far as we're concerned, the more of us, the better for our community and for society as a whole. Media website RCS Today reports that Virgin Radio Pride, which is available from the Virgin Media Group online and in some selected cities on DAB broadcast bands, has broadcast an important programme challenging what they describe as the myths and misconceptions surrounding transgender identities. The documentary was produced by the audio content agency This Is Distorted and included contributions from radio presenter Paris Monroe, Cleo Madeline from Gendered Intelligence, Virgin Radio Pride's Shivani Dave and Grey Marlowe from the Queer Lit Bookshop in Manchester. Far from the allegation made by right-wing papers such as the Daily Telegraph that trans people want to close down discussion or speech, the programme also featured a debate hosted by the young people's charity Mermaids. The programme was broadcast on Tuesday night and will be available for posterity on Spotify as a podcast. Meanwhile, whilst we celebrate LGBTQIA plus media news... We send our congratulations to Gadio, a long-standing community radio service based in Manchester. They have just switched onto digital radio sets in the Glasgow area of Scotland, where they form part of a series of smaller and community broadcasts transmitting on a new DAB installation. For these new stories and more, we update our website every day, so please visit shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shout Out News, this has been Terry Starr. And Ezra Peregrine. Shout out news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Now I know you're wondering, it's plumage. That's what they've been singing about. Oh, I'm out of breath. The song's all about feathers. Cavort quite well, Matthew. <laughs> now, uh, that was uh, Federkleit uh, by Faun, a German folk Celtic rock fusion group. Um, if you uh, if you don't know them and you like that, check them out. They are well worth it. Um, so they were singing all about feathers, and I thought, you know, feathers. We we, we like feathers in, in in our community, particularly when we do sort of. Um, drag events and uh, cabarets and things and I, I'm just look, I've been handed this flyer and I think there's some uh, these sorts of events coming up uh, we're going to be talking about Trans Pride 2022 Trans Pride uh, South West uh, specifically which takes place at the end of November and um, we have one of the organisers who's come into the studio this is uh, Kaz Self a very warm welcome to you and welcome back to Shoutout Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's lovely. To, uh, so uh, we've got uh, TransPride uh, Southwest coming up. How is the uh, present uh, the, the preparations for that going? So we're just at the stage of basically thinking about what ideas we you know putting them into practice. We've allocated people to some um, some of the events. And it's just a question now of trying to book them and uh, get it all sorted. So it's quite a busy time coming up in the next uh, four weeks or so. People don't always appreciate that. Uh, they think, oh, an event just happens on a, on a particular weekend. But there's actually a, a lot of preparation that goes into it, isn't there? Oh, we, you know, we've been planning this for months ahead. Um, you know, we have a quiet period, perhaps, uh, but it takes a lot of planning. And it's just coming up to our busy period now. So if, uh, if if someone's listening and they're thinking trans pride, I know about that you know, the pride Bristol pride that happens. 
Give us your um, take on, on Transpride. How would you describe it? So, you know, Transpride is a, a, a small organisation. It's uh, basically sort of grassroots, community-led, uh, based here in Bristol, but we're here to serve um, you know, the, the southwest region. Uh, we only have a small group of volunteers, typically six, no more than eight. And you know, we do rely very much on, on sort of um, funding from um, events that people put on for us. So, um, reading into that, then uh, you're in a not only just the preparation phase, but you're in the fundraising phase at the moment. Yes, yeah, so we, we rely on people, um, you know, putting on events, and we've got one coming up next week, actually on uh, Friday the second, which is being put on by our great our friends at Punker. They've got a really good evening coming up. Um, okay, at the exchange, uh, we've got some great acts. We've got we've got alternative drag. We've got cabaret. Uh, DJs and live music. Okay. Now, Kaz, would you call yourself a trans activist? I guess I am an activist, but I don't sort of you know, want to be an activist. I just want to live my life like anybody else. But. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> now, what what um, to me shows that you're quite a brave person is you've actually dived into politics. I have dived into politics. How did that? How did that happen? Was that accidental or something you've always wanted to do? Yeah, you know, I've always been quite interested in politics. Way from the late eighties, um, you know, my politics are—I would describe as left-wing. I was kind of originally sort of driven into it by um, the Tories in the eighties with Thatcherism, which um, that's when I first joined my own political party, which I'm quite happy to admit is the Labour Party. Uh, but you know, it's only recently I've really got into it in, in, in much more um, actively. Mm. How do you find the Labour Party in general to, to trans folk? Well, you know, in my own local party, I'm actually really well accepted, including by many of the women in the party, including the women's officer. But I think in all parties there are um, well-known people, for example, Rosie Duffield in the Labour Party. Yeah. Um, who basically have you know, what we call gender-critical views. Uh, and you know, this is common across all parties. The Green Party have it, and I think you know, yeah. the Tories well, as fact, well. The Green Party have split, haven't they, because of uh, the disagreements? Well, they have issues with you know, some of their well, women's officers, uh, women's groups, and also they have a, a chap called Sharia Ali, who's known, known to be gender-critical. Mm. Uh, but, of course, in the, the Tory leadership contest... Um, trans people have been made part of that debate you know, where Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak have been basically you know, using the what, a, what is a woman uh, question to try yeah. and... Did that shock you at all? Because it shocked me, as in there's such a small part of the population and yet there's so much critical stuff going on to the country and they focus on a minute percentage of the population. It... it sh- doesn't shock me, but it certainly does disappoint me when there's so many more important things going on in the country at the moment. The cost of living crisis, you know, crisis in healthcare, in childcare, and as you say, we're just a small percentage of the population just trying to live our lives. Uh, yeah. And why, you know, why this has to come up in a conversation about you know, for, for the prime minister is, is beyond me. Mm. Now, turning back to Transparency Southwest, let's lift the convo a little bit, shall we? <laughs> yes. um, is there going to be a march? We will be having a march. Um, 
yeah, we kind of got our staple events. We, certainly, we've got our community day, which is our uh, staple day at the station. Mm-hmm. We have our meetups. We've got a, an after party, which we're working on. The events in the week, we're still, you know, we tried to mix those up a little bit. Um, and we still, you know, you have to wait and see what what, what turns up, basically. <laughs> is that because you like that. Just I do, see what turns yeah. up? It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's because yeah, we, we might look organised, but we really haven't got a clue what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'm sure you do, Kaz. I'm sure you do. That's how, that's how some of the best ideas come, though, when, you, when you're yeah. not necessarily fixed and, and, and you can be spontaneous and, and, and creative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we try to put things on like your know, poetry evenings, comedy evenings, um, and we do have some good support from other people who are sort of in those different scenes. And it depends you know, whether people have got time in their schedule, whether they can come forward, uh, and whether we can afford them as well. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a serious point because you're fundraising, but you, like you said, you, you're trying to strike that balance. It must it must be quite challenging at times. Well, like I said, we are a grassroots organisation. You know, I'd love to get people like Juno Dawson down to to talk about you know the books that she writes. But um, some of these authors are really uh, quite quite expensive, and we're even a bit beyond us. Um, but mm. we, yeah, we we basically what we we try to do is get you know people who, who are just coming up through the system and give them a, a chance. Um, for example, we had um, Jen Ives, uh, the comedian, last year, who's now at the Edinburgh Fringe, and we've also had. Um, you know, other people come just basically have gone on to, gone on to better things so hmm. if you, do you find that you've grown over the years though and that, that you feel confident you're going to be able to get these these headliners that you're after well we have grown in terms of our attendance for sure and our march has grown year on year um I don't know if we'll ever want to be a big organization you know we we're very proud of the fact that we are um you know grassroots level we also yeah. see lots of local trans prides now um, yes you uh, do around yeah. in, yeah. even in this uh, part mm. of the world and I think that's actually fantastic you know that um, prides and local trans prides are just springing up it's, it's great yeah. yeah do you work together are you in touch with other tra- trans prides we we are in touch with other trans prides and also local prides yeah, we've, I think Tynmouth Pride have approached us for a stall mm. um, so we yeah, we we are a volunteer organisation, so it can be quite difficult to actually get along to those places. But we yeah. will be trying to, you know, give our, give a bit of a presence mm. to to some of these places as well. Yeah, good. Well, Transpride uh, itself is a festival. It goes on for uh, from the twenty first to the twenty seventh of November. Um, can I ask, Kaz, when are you expecting to announce the the, the programme? Because I imagine there will be some people chomping at the bit to find out what's going on. Yeah, you know, I think we really need to get on with it, and certainly tomorrow I'll be busy trying to sort of sort, sort of things that I'm, I've been allocated to. So mm-hmm. perhaps if you give us about four weeks or so, I'd say. Okay, so within the next, yeah, yeah. yeah, within the next month or so, it's uh, it's going to going okay. to happen. So we need you back on. Then is that what you're saying? That's basically what I'm okay. saying. That's exactly yeah. where I was going. You read my mind. I was, I was all, get you back on before it, the, the it was all strategic. Yeah. I can tell you. And, and the, the you've got the community day, which is on the Saturday. That's Saturday, the 26th of November. Um, and as you said, it's at the station on Silver Street in Bristol uh, with stalls, talks, help support, workshops, cafe, all important cafe, go have a cafe, uh, and it's from 11 till 5. If people want to find out more information, uh, where can they go? Well, we have uh, social media, we have Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Twitter is um, at TransPridesSW. Um, I think Facebook, you just find us with Transpride Southwest and I believe Instagram is the same. Yeah. We do have a website, tpsw.co.uk, but that's not always completely up to date. Okay. So look at look our social media. 
Social media play is the place to start, or tpsw.co.uk, which is the website. Fabulous. Well, you must come back and tell us uh, how your, your progress is going. I'd love going. to come in the back. Yeah, yeah we, sure. We, we've thoroughly enjoyed uh, chatting to you, but sadly, we've run out of time. That's a great shame. I've really enjoyed it. Anyway, thanks very much for having me. That's absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, that is Kaz Self uh, from TransPride, talking about TransPride Southwest and uh, some of the, the events leading up to it as well. The Shout Out Podcast. For more information about Shout Out Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. Well, there we, do you know what? That jingle always catches me out. I feel like, why, how am I talking? But uh, there we go. So, uh, yeah, that was Mel C. I turn to you. Um, and prior to that, we were talking about Trans Pride Southwest. Now, stick with the trans theme. Um, I've spotted a story, and Steph, I, I, I know you've got it in front of you as well. Um, oh, hi, some news about one of our high street banks. I know. I mean, first of all, it was the Halifax uh, with badges with your pronouns on. Mm. They got a kicking from Pretty Patel at all from the Tory party um, Nat West is now trying to uh, prod the Tory party transgender staff to get privately funded hormone treatment from next month as part of a wider overhaul aimed at making the taxpayer back lender more inclusive hang on let's just say that again so the bank is set to pay transgender staff to get privately funded hormone treatment that is amazing it is but also the, the telegraph have just made sure this bit is underlined and in you know in bold <laughs> here, we go, here we go backed lender <laughs> it's like oh let's here, taxpayers we're... paying for this isn't yeah. it so they've just opened a side door you know for the mail and the sun and the express to jump in as well um, uh, the bank, which earlier this year said branch staff could display their favoured pronouns and phonetic name spellings on new environmentally friendly bamboo badges. I don't know who wrote this, but, you know, we don't really need to know that. Anyway, it said it was challenging the status quo and overhauling its policies to better suit trans customers and staff. Its package changes includes adding trans health care services to its private health care plan from September, which will mean that gender identity support, hormone treatment and counselling will be made available for workers. Amazing. Well, that's, that's, that's really positive news and, and maybe it will just you know, help make things more acceptable and readily accepted by, by humanity. Yeah, so. indeed. But um, the, it, I didn't know that uh, years ago, Wall Street giant Goldman Sachs uh, told its London staff that now this is what they say. They could have free sex change surgery. Um, okay. I, they don't use that terminology now, but no. I guess it's... Um, for his day. I mean, that's put quite, there yeah. for, the, for the readers, I guess, yeah, yeah. that they'll understand what sex change is and not gender affirmation. Um, surgery, fertility treatments... That's incredible. Just months after it came to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Wow. Okay. So thank you for, for sharing that. And, you know, stories like that um, are important. And it's important that we cover them because, uh, as we've said more than once on, on, on this week's show, uh, there is a lot of negative uh, stories out there. And you can be, you know, it, it can be quite depressing if you're not careful. And, it, and we do lose sight very easily. We can lose sight of the more positive stories. There's some great work going on. We've still got a lot of work to do. 
of course, mm. and we need to keep that going. Indeed, um, but the way his, this is written is great um, because they end with a great negative paragraph. Oh, br- hang on, we need a drum roll for this. Okay, okay. right. <laughs> Formerly known as the Royal Bank of Scotland, NatWest almost brought down Britain's financial system in 2008 when it was bailed out by the government for £45 billion after the then-Chancellor Alistair Darling told it was within hours of running out of money. Oh my goodness, there we go. Um, well, listen, that is, oh, unfortunately... <laughs> That's all we we have time for this week. I'd like to thank our guests from um, Ara and Trans Pride for coming on to the show. We'll be back next week when we will be hearing about LGBTQ lives through the medium of Grinder. Yes, it's a really interesting and touching project and I shall certainly be listening. Um, uh, Yes, we will. So until then, (laughs) from all of us here, thank you for your company and have a great week. Or is it a great week? Bye! Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.